You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. Welcome back to another episode of Sexy Marriage Radio, where I don't know if the nation fully knows this because we haven't talked about it to great extent yet, Mm -hmm. but um, we have this thing that comes along every so often, like yearly, called the Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway. I'm thinking they know about this. It's it's a brand new thing that we're just now springing it on everybody. It's not brand new. It's not? Okay, yeah. Okay, well, it's it's June 23rd through the 25th. In 2021, registration's mm-hmm. open now, it is. Yep. by the way. If you go to smrnation.com forward slash getaway, you'll find more information about the little get-together we've got going on this year in Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm, I'm looking forward to the food. <laughs> okay. There's some good restaurants in downtown I don't know why that surprises me that that's where you went on what you're looking forward to. Any other foodies out there, I'm going to be open for some meals. That is who I am married to. That is for sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this is one of those things that we really are hoping that people will come uh, a little bit of a different format, obviously a different location because we've always done it here in the DFW area. And so Mm -hmm. heading up north, it's going to be a lot of fun because a whole different environment. Plus, we're staying downtown. Mm-hmm. We're in downtown Indy. So once you get there into the hotel, you don't need a vehicle. No, no. Easy to just and hop walk around. everywhere. It's going to be a fabulous three Parks, days. The river, but we've shifted a little bit of the, the schedule. So it's the same length of time. But we're encouraging Sunday to happen to be just a lot more relaxed for you and your spouse to mm-hmm. uh, decompress, vacation a little bit, mm-hmm. see the sights, and then travel home later on in the day or early the next week. But Mm-hmm. Registration's happening now, so I hope you'll come join us. Uh, this is Sexy Marriage Radio, where, just like we do at The Getaway, we try to talk about and address whatever's going on in the nation's world with what will help them mm-hmm. and their life and their marriage and their sex life, any and all in between. Because uh, there's struggle that happens in marriage. There's times and seasons that happen. That's one of the one of the questions for today is a season of, of things that can happen. Yeah. Um, and there's there's some weighty things going on in people's worlds right now. Uh, I just think of clients I've got right now, mm-hmm. and there's some tough stuff mm-hmm. that people are facing. And I think that's all the time, but it, it seems like it can ebb and flow. It feels magnified right now as, as a season kind of for this entire planet, you know, with all, all the COVID stuff and the extra things that have been piled on and all the political strife and such. Um Everything just feels magnified. And then add to it the dog days of summer where, like here in the South, in Texas, summer just keeps to hang on. And it's like, come on, cool weather. Finally, get here, cool weather. Finally, you know. And that seems to add a new breath of life. (sighs) But it's just, those are the things that happen. And it's normal. And we're here for you. Mm -hmm. Because what we want to do is speak to what will help you the most. Uh, And the way you let us know is you can call us, 214-702-9565. Uh, we want to hear your voice. I can even alter it a little bit if you're concerned, but mm-hmm. we want to start dialogues with you. And so call us up with your questions, your thoughts, your topics, or email us at feedback at sexymergeradio.com or record your voice, your question, and then email it to us at feedback at sexymergeradio.com. There's a lot of different options to help be engaged. Sure, sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then we've got this platform going on, the my.smrnation.com, where there are some fantastic dialogues happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, more and more each day seem to join, and more and more support is found among the community, among the people that are that are involved and engaged. And so you are not alone mm-hmm. with whatever is facing uh, you and your marriage. And so we're glad you're here. Well, coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Marriage Radio is a couple of your questions and our answers. And then on the extended content today, which is, uh, which is deeper, longer, and there are no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com forward slash smracademy. We're going to have a little bit of a behind-the-scenes conversation that, that Pam and I have been discussing over the course of a couple of weeks here and mm-hmm. there. Um, but we're going to do it off of this idea of the scripture that talks about all things are possible, but not all things are beneficial from permissible, Paul. Permissible. Permissible. Thank you. In Corinthians. Mm-hmm. And how that kind of applies to, to just life. Because, yes, we have a lot of freedoms in our world. And as Christians, we have a lot of freedoms and liberties in our world. But is it beneficial just because I have that freedom? Hmm. All that's coming up on today's show. So to start off today, Pam, this is a topic that's come up before in the whole world of fantasies and um, kind of moving the dial a little bit in a marriage mm-hmm. where one person's the higher desire with a little more of the erotic or the adventure or the novel mm-hmm. or the fantasies and the lower desire in that realm um, is just really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And so this is something... While we have circled to this before, um, there's been a thread of emails that kind of have the same th- uh, theme, if you will. And so we're going to dive back into it just real quick. Okay. So my husband has fantasies and desires that I'm just not comfortable with. I've tried to participate in these events some, but I always get turned off so quickly and leave the session feeling dirty, lonely, hurt, and like a terrible person. I want to do and try new things to please him and bring excitement to our marriage, but there's just some things that I feel I can't get behind, and I don't know how to overcome that or to work it out with him. What do I do? Because this is a lot of what happens in marriage on all kinds of levels. You just put it at whatever the comfort level is for each specific, unique situation. Right? Right. Because some people could live way out on the edges, and some people are a lot are not so far on the edges, but it's still, one of them can be pushed towards an uncomfortable, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable with me because vanilla is a flavoring, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's, it's not necessarily tame because each person's unique. And so one person's crazy might be really tame for someone else sure. and vice versa. Sure, right. But what I'm hearing her say, and this is the couple of the questions that come up to me as I'm reading this email, is this this idea that she wants to try it out, which good good on her, mm-hmm. but she gets turned off so quickly. And, and I wonder why. Okay. I, I'm curious as to what does that actually mean? What does it look like when she's turned off? Okay. Okay. Because this is where I want to come at it a little bit different. Okay. Okay. Because this isn't... The the, the 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 easiest way to describe this, I guess, at face value that we've talked about this before, is the idea of how do you stretch your thresholds just a little bit into that where I'm a little uncomfortable, but I can grow into the comfort of that. Okay. Right. But then there's also this element of, this is the theme we've had over the years, um, the lower desire spouse when it comes to this kind of a, a pressure 
is usually in the back of their mind thinking, but if I give into this, then where is it going to end? It's going to go further and further and further and further, you know, because fantasies are so progressive and they want to just keep adding and building and, and which isn't always the case. Sure. Right. Sure. Because some people, most people have a backstop at some point. So it, it sounds like maybe going into it, it's common for people to, um, it, it's the potentially negative self-talk going on. Yeah. I'm going to try this but my head isn't in the game to even really give it a shot. Right. Am I way off base here? No, so this is just more of a testing, let's see, but I'm kind of sitting back skeptically expecting it's not going to go well, or is that kind of what you're, it's almost a preconceived? To me, that's, it's kind of a preconceived notion. Okay. And, and I, it, it can be very hard to truly try something out okay. and get my head in the game where it might work, it might turn me on, right? Uh, because I I've got to be really proactive in my mind to help get myself there. Right. There's some f- there's some focus that has to come along with trying some new things, focus and sometimes the focus is on what you're trying to try out. Mm-hmm. But the other flip side of that coin on the focus is it has to have the the undercurrent and the knowledge of knowing I can handle it. Cause this is where I want to go with it on the idea of I get turned off okay, so quickly. And then I leave the session feeling dirty, lonely, hurt, and like a terrible person. So right. she's got some guilt things going on in there that whatever the scripts are that say, mm-hmm. well, you good girls don't do this. Upstanding Christians don't do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, solid marriages don't do this, whatever it might be. There's a script in there somewhere that needs to at least be examined and challenged on what's the truth in that? Who are you now? What what do you really align up with and agree, agree with? But when you're talking about I get turned off so quickly, how do you know? What are the signals in your body, in your mind, that are the quick turnoffs, that are the, okay, I just lost it? Because this is something I think, uh, this is where I want to spin this a little bit to where everybody can understand this concept of you have these times where you're on the on-ramp for a sexual encounter and one of you just loses the momentum or the impetus or is distracted or mm-hmm. something and it's a turnoff. Mm-hmm. In that instance, it's more aptly, aptly described as a disconnect probably, not a turnoff because there's a difference of, oh, I just lost it is different than I am, I have a huge aversion to what just right. happened. I'm appalled by this I'm, or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. Appalled is the word I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. But, so when you're talking about this idea of I get turned off so quickly, what does that really mean? So this is the idea I'm going to challenge her to look back and go, how does that play out in your mind and in your body when that happens? Mm-hmm. Then you're talking about, and then you leave the session. So I'm curious, if you're turned off, do you try to stick with it and fake it? Or do you bring it to the forefront right away? And that's a good question because my immediate thought on that one is if you if you try and fake it, that's where resentment ends up coming up in my mind, and that plays into that's where you know, it's a long game, right? right? And and that's going to feed into my mind for the next time too. And, and his, well, yeah, potentially his, but we're talking about her right now. Um, 
and and I'm just reading in there. I, maybe I get turned off so quick because I'm just resenting it the whole time. Right. Right. And so, because what? Because I want to challenge with this concept is just the idea of when you feel like you're turned off. It's the same kind of thing as when you're disconnected. It's just higher up the scale. So how do you learn? As Schnarch would frame it, how do you quiet your mind and calm your heart? How do you self-soothe in that moment? And most of the time, the best way to begin this process, and it's very, very disruptive for a sexual encounter, because I don't think most people realize the path to getting to where we really want to get requires quite a bit of struggle, right? Especially sexually, because you're talking about an intimate act yeah. It doesn't go well. It's fraught with peril and risk. And am I doing okay? Is this right? What, you know, all these kinds of, I don't even know what I'm doing, but it's, you know. <laughs> well, and the exposure to the spouse, right. that can be wrought with peril. Right. right. And if you're doing something that's more up the scale of a fetish or a taboo or a fantasy, mm-hmm. you're talking about something typically that has a whole lot more damage potentially in the way we think about it, that's why we've kind of kept it off base, you know, off off the reservation, and I'm not I'm not willing to try that. Sure. Versus, wait, what if I test this out? Because then you're having to reevaluate who you are in those moments. Mm-hmm. Of we usually have thought of ourselves as I would never be one that would, and then once I started, like now I have to do a whole reorg of of who I am. Right. <laughs> because right. lo and behold, I thought. I would hate that. And I loved it, you know, right. Right. That could be on any kind of thing in the spectrum, but it's just recognizing when you start to feel that I get turned off so quickly, bring it up then and have this plant pre-planned with him of, okay, I want to, I really want to test this out and just see if I can move the needle a little bit. We may not get all the way to the level you're hoping for, but most of the time, I'm going to speak for a lot of higher desires in whatever context this might be. If the, if the trend is going towards something more positive, as I see it as the higher desire, that's a win. That's a good thing. And I need to reevaluate, reevaluate how I interpret movement. Not that it's just full on, we got exactly what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. We move towards something. Right. Together. Because lo and behold, this is what I've seen all the time. This is what I've seen in my life with Mm -hmm. with you, Pam, is I've had these thoughts of, I really want to make it to this level with you in a sexual realm or a marital realm or whatever. Mm -hmm. And once I start getting this idea where we're a team on this, we're moving towards this, I reevaluate. I don't even know if I want what I thought I wanted now. But it's just fun to move along that journey. Because the journey is actually better than the destination I thought, because that could be hollow. Because a lot of times when we add our fantasies into this, some of those suckers, they are hollow. Mm-hmm. They're just used to titillate and excite and energize. Right. But when you actually get a taste of it, it's like, yeah, that didn't satisfy near what I thought was going on in my brain. This is what we do when we hype up something so so much that there ain't no way the reality of it will stack up against it. Right. So this is just the idea of how do you recognize when I'm hurt and I get turned off, own that, deal with it right then and there. And just say, hold on, I just lost it. And then see if he'll recalibrate, adjust, reconnect. And maybe you get back to on that journey and on that road again, or maybe you just go back to something a little different that you've done together, but you still have the connection. 
that rebuilds trust, not rebuilds, that just builds trust. That's mm-hmm. a different level yeah. of ability to recover and ability to remake what you're after in real time, mm-hmm. which to me, that's the best sex there is. This week, we're honored to have a new sponsor. Sexy Marriage Radio is brought to you by Manscaped, the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. They offer precise, engineered tools for your family jewels, and they just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. You can join 2 million other men who have trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code SMR at manscaped.com. So imagine shaving with a sleek, well-designed, optimized trimmer that makes shaving time the favorite time in the bathroom. I'm actually one of the first people to try the 4.0, and I'm blown away by the performance, the craftsmanship, and the detail are at the next level. They've engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and incredibly comfortable grooming experience. You can feel smooth and refreshed without the worries of the cuts and the nicks and the scrapes. Their advanced trimmer and skin-safe technology, I now feel very, very confident when it comes time to keeping things tight and tidy. The Lawnmower 4.0 even allows you to customize and trim your with additional guard links from sizes 1 to 4. And did I mention there's wireless charging? So men, if you've been shaving with the same trimmer on your face as you have been with your nether regions, ah, you're doing it wrong. No one wants to end up crossing those kinds of hairs. You can get 20% off and free shipping with the code SMR at manscaped.com. That's it. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SMR at manscaped. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped. So let's switch gears a little bit with this one. All right. Because this is a husband that says my wife's on a medication that has drastically reduced her sex drive and even desire. It's made reaching an orgasm difficult. Nothing right now actually piques any sort of sexual thoughts, feelings, or desires in her as she has expressed. She's noticed these changes in herself and recognizes that it's not normal and she should not be feeling this way. She's working with a physician to fix this lack of desire and an asexual state, that's her words, that she's in. She's been very loving and participating in sexual activities with me, even though they're not doing much for her. She says it feels good in the moment, even though orgasm hasn't been reached. He's learned through our podcast that sex doesn't always end or need to end in orgasm, just as long as we're both enjoying the moment. My question, as obviously the higher desire here, is how can I continue to invite her into sexual moments and desires when she's feeling and working through the non-existent sexual desires or wants? I've come to know and respect that the no is not a rejection of me, but just the rejection of the opportunity. How can I communicate and invite her in without feeling like I'm pressuring her into something she doesn't desire? and that she is just servicing me to satisfy my wants. In other words, how can I make this enjoyable for both of us? Also, on the flip side, how can one who is void of sexual desire continue to participate in these moments and still enjoy them and not feel like they're just doing it so the other will leave them alone? Oh, too common of a thread. It is. It is. Given the situation she's in, it sounds like she's historically had sexual desire right something's shifted and um the wording he used there you know when she does participate it it really does sound like um she knows that's something that gives them connection she can still feel the connection and have that 
um, bond between the two of them. Right. Even when her libido is down to zero. Right. So some of this might be him coming to grips and realizing she she might want that just for the connection, even though there's not an orgasm involved for her. Okay. Yeah, and what I hear in this, Pam, uh, first and foremost, is if there is some stuff that's going on physically and she's working with a physician and some of the medication is the culprit that's caused the change, Yeah. then first step is, are there other options of medications? Because medications have side effects and some, at least some of science and medicine has started to recognize um, when there are side effects in play, some of them are, are, you know, it's the cure is worse than the disease. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So there's this element of keep working with a physician of what else is out there because right. physicians don't know everything too. And so sometimes getting a second opinion of, hey, this matters to me. Be an advocate for your sex life. Mm-hmm. And this is for her and for him. Mm-hmm. But the flip side of this that, 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 I, that you're p- picking up on too is I hear a man that's trying to operate on both sides of the equation when it comes to his sex life. I want what I want, and I want you to want what I want to. But I want you to want it for you. Right? That it's, mm-hmm. And this is where we can get off the rails in every marriage. Because yeah. I read the map of my spouse as she's just placating. She's just giving in for me. She's just being this being here for me. And yes, this is a a perilous slope or a a tricky needle to thread if you will on is it placating to get you off her back or is it placating because she really wants to. Right. And those can be misinterpreted, but those can also be read very cleanly. And so how do you address what is between you better? Mm-hmm. To see it as is it okay for a spouse to be available for another spouse of their own choosing and it still be gracious and loving and tender and marriage edifying? Yes. Absolutely it can. And this 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 is when a lot of times the higher desire husbands get in their own way because they want a full-blown totally aroused in it for herself kind of a sexual encounter with their wife when that doesn't always happen. No. But no. you also have to realize, does it even happen for you? Are you going after it for what you want versus, yeah, but I want I want you involved with this too. And so you kind of get in your own way rather than being much more bold and seeing if that brings about a different responsive level. Because your map is the same. This is what we talked about on the Academy Coaching Call was last night mm-hmm. as we're recording this, which happens every month. Mm-hmm. And so if you're not a member of the SMR Academy, come join us because it's, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that There are times, I, I use the analogy of, um, we could have set up the stage to where sex, we both have kind of created this alliance that sex is likely going to occur that night. There's been some stuff that's gone on throughout the day. Sure. But then things get in the way and it could get to where it's like, I don't know. 
if it's going to happen or not. I'm still maybe really interested, but as I'm reading you as, ah, you're a little distracted. You're not, maybe not. There's some signals being sent or, and it's real easy to have it torpedo the idea. Right. And so as you're coming out and walking to the bed, I read you, I know, I think, oh, this is going to happen or it's not because of the map I've got. Right. But just because I have a map of somebody that's based on fact and it's based on history and so it's got a lot of accuracy in it. Doesn't mean in that moment, though, you're not re-examining and challenging yourself to where I kind of have lost it, but I want to give it a go because I know I could maybe get into it. Right. Or I want to just be a, available for you. And that's a giving, loving thing. And so a lot of times it's just realizing we get in our own way because we expect what we expect without acknowledging I'm with a full-grown separate person that needs to handle themselves better too. And so if they want to be involved in something, how do I just bring myself to bear better and see if sometimes that creates a different level of responsiveness? Absolutely. Right? Because there's yeah. a difference. Okay, this is something I've not ever done on the air with you, but let's talk about this, see if this lands on you in real time as okay. a lower desire spouse. Okay. That if there's an element of the common evening is unfolded where sex isn't necessarily on your radar, but you know it is on mine. Mm-hmm. And there's been hints. And I was, it's more likely going to have the opportunity of happening when it comes time to bedtime. So if I was to, hey, you ready for bed? And that's kind of a signal of you hear that as, okay, it's, it's finally time to maybe have sex, maybe not, you know, <laughs> sure. whatever. It's nothing, sure. it's, it wasn't real overt of a signal of mine. It was kind of a weather balloon. But if I walk over to you, put my hand out and say, Mrs. Allen, let's go to bed. Does that strike you a little different as an invitation towards something that could occur versus a, hey, you, you want to head back to bed? I would honestly say that both of those are more about, I'm really tired. <laughs> <laughs> and that sense to me because you right. you typically want to go to bed before me because you're tired before me now, right. which is a flip. That's a different map. But than what quite we used honestly, to have. both of those, neither of them say sex to me. Okay. Neither of them do. They both say, "Do you want to go to bed?" Because that's exactly what you asked. Ah, okay. Well, in real time, I'm rewiring my map and won't be using that move in the future. <laughs> right, right. Because I never, I, you know, I, I get you. But there's just a difference. You see the subtleties. I, I hear in the how, subtleties. Yes, how we do these things, and we get in our own way because what I want is absolutely both of us being involved. I think most every married husband and wife that is interested in a vibrant sex life wants that. They mm-hmm. realize just a servicing, placating—that's a slow, cold death in a lot of ways to a sex to a vibrant sex life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you want people that are both involved, but it's just recognizing I can't work both sides of the street on this. I've got to just handle mine. And so if I want something that's better and more inviting, and I know what I'm up against with my wife, who's lost a lot of libido and desire, does that mean she's lost all responsiveness? I don't know. Can she, Does it take her longer to get going? Because this happens to a lot of women. Mm-hmm. As as they age, it takes longer to get going. The lubrication changes mm-hmm. when menopause hits or mm-hmm. premenopausal happens or, you know, and so do you have the ability and the wherewithal 
to overcome these things and see your way through it because on the other side of it is the nirvana more likely of what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And the point is, how do I just hold on to myself better as I'm getting into this, knowing I'm putting good pressure on my spouse, not limiting the pressure on her? Because if, I, if what I want is something that is going to involve them, there's no way around that pressure. And so I can't make it to where, because this is the one thing we hear all the time, let's end it with this. Okay. We hear the questions of, how do I X without my spouse feeling Y? Yeah, no matter what, no matter what. And he can't. Yeah. It's how do I X to the very best of my character, integrity, and less attachment to outcome? Period. <laughs> right. That's, that's, that's my path. It can't have anything to, and then to I do can maybe to be, be an, without my spouse. And then I can maybe be an ally alongside my spouse as they are seeking what's their side of the equation better. Mm-hmm. I'm continually amazed, Pam, that um, the topics that come in to 214-702-9565 or feedback at sexymarriageradio.com, um, that there's so many different angles we can take on the same kind of topics or the same kind of questions. Yeah, definitely. And part of it is because of the uniqueness of people, mm-hmm. right? There's nuances and there's subtleties mm-hmm. in a person's experience that allow a different take, a different insight, or even a different thought process between us about it. Mm -hmm. But I hope people can kind of realize that the more we can look at things through different lenses and different angles, the more likely we can realize there's solutions. This is one of the things I loved uh, with this whole concept of differentiation is when I can handle myself better, elegant solutions are more likely to appear. Mm Mm-hmm. And it may not solve it, but it's going to be a step forward. And that's what we hope each and every week that you spend with us helps you navigate in your life and in your marriage. So this has been Sexy Marriage Radio. Thanks for taking some time out again this week to spend it with us. Can't wait to see you again next time.